Hello and welcome to Post Game Podcast on LTTR, Looking Through the Rear View. My name is AJ Beamer and I'm coming to you this morning early on a Tuesday morning as I could not do the podcast last night due to it being a Monday night football game. So let's get into it. Um, Eagles travel to Kansas City to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I think we all know the, the principles in the in the matchup. And both teams coming off of a bye. Yeah, Andy Reid's coming off the bye record is, I don't know exactly if it's... I know with the Eagles it was good and it's continued to be good with the Chiefs, but I don't know if he was undefeated. But um, same as uh, Nick Sirianni, he's kind of uh, built himself a nice little off-the-buy stretch. And uh, so uh, Eagles get the win, 21-17. So let's get right into the first segment of uh, First Impressions. You only get one chance to make that first impression. Um, Eagles win, but man, what a... uh, I only watched two games this weekend, and Eagles being one of them. The other one was the the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore... No, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that game, I saw more more punts in that game than... uh, the little kids uh, punting away their Christmas gifts that they didn't want. Uh, man, defensive uh, stalwart there as the Cleveland Browns won that one. But we're here to focus on the Eagles. And n- not not as many punts in this game, obviously, but, you know, kind of a sloppy – I don't even want to say sloppy, just just a a, a game – that didn't have a whole lot of offensive flow, offensive big plays. Uh, and to be honest, I feel like the the Chiefs outplayed the, the Eagles and probably should have won that game. But I've been involved in sports long enough to know that it's not how it always works. And the Eagles come away with it. So uh, just kind of – Going down just the the entire roster offensively, uh, the 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 offensive line I feel like has not been playing up to their standard the last few games, and this one first half kind of thought the same thing. There was there was it was you know you can never tell from the television screen and how they show you the game, but. It didn't look great from an offensive line protection standpoint with the the pressure. And it just seems like when the Eagles play other teams, the, the, the defensive scheme is able to come up with exotic blitzes and, and have a lot of free rushers. And I never understand why the Eagles don't ever seem to, to have that. But And they couldn't get the running game going. But I also think they 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 got themselves into some behind the sticks, as they like to say. Um, so they couldn't really 
utilize that run. And so a lot of passing situations and, and five sacks in the first half. And that's just not going to get the job done. And Jalen Hurts, like you can't just say it was the line. I think there was a couple times uh, where pressure was coming. And it seems, it seems like he still has not gotten rid of this one, one habit of when the pressure's coming, he, he, it looks like his eyes go down and he looks for lanes to run out of. And, and he's not looking necessarily to run, but to, to get out of the pocket so he can see. So I don't know if that has to do with his size or, or, or what. But through a pick there in the, in the first half, and the commentators were discussing whether uh, Troy Aikman, you know, great player, but how does he know that A.J. Brown ran the wrong route? Now, as they came back to, from break, the, the, the discussions on the sideline kind of looked like everybody was getting on A.J. Brown, so apparently – he he must have known something, but so there was that pick coming from the pressure and couldn't get the running game going. So that was that was kind of tough. And they had that one really nice drive, but kind of relied on the run, which is you know I'm okay with that. And to, to DeAndre Swift, first of all, I gotta kind of stop there for a second uh, and say. DeAndre Swift looked good. But, man, I'm having trouble with all these Ds in Philadelphia. <laughs> we got DeAndre. We've got Devontae. We've got DeAnthony. We've got Detroit. Oh, wait, no, that's the team that's uh, coming behind the Eagles in second place in the conference. Uh, we got Debo. Oh, wait, no, that's uh, that's a uh, – San Francisco 49er who we'll see in a few weeks but yeah uh, I seem to confuse even writing writing things down on my my tablet Devante DeAndre and then for the 76ers DeAnthony who's uh, actually playing some good basketball anyway uh, one of the things I liked that they used and maybe not necessarily in the first half maybe a few times I think they did but in the second half they're they're utilizing some more running back screens and they sort of look traditional, but they sort of look like screens that the Eagles haven't been using the last few years. Uh, they've fallen in love with this, uh, this quarterback gets the snap, turn and throw it to the wide receiver. And i got to be honest, this seems to be a staple in Nick Sirianni's offensive philosophy. And I think that play needs to be axed. I am... I'm I'm done with it. <laughs> I have seen it do more harm than good. And to be honest, the only big play that I've seen come out of that was Nick, I think it was Nick Sirianni's first year, and it was a preseason game, and they threw it to to Quez Watkins, and he he took it for a touchdown. Preseason game, probably against a lot of backups. So, uh, yeah, that play needs to 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 leave. Um, but Swift looked good. A little Boston Scott action there for a few carries. And uh, uh, some concerns that I see moving forward. The, they missed Dallas Goddard. Wow. I didn't think it was going to be that noticeable. 
But uh, apparently Jack Stoll can't run a route to save his life. Calcutta, I think is how his name is pronounced, was hurt. You know, the guy they picked up from somewhere uh, midseason, didn't see him in the game. So, you know, we saw a little bit more Julio Jones uh, for those QB receiver flat screens that don't go anywhere. Um, so that's kind of a, a concern moving forward. Uh, I don't know the extent of Dallas Goddard's injury, if he'll be back, but he was definitely missed last night. And even though he hasn't had huge stats, stats this year, you could – when when somebody's missing, you can kind of see their their effect. Um, yeah, I think not a whole lot of big plays, but they did have uh, a big game from Devonte Smith. Six catches, man. He keeps he keeps coming up one yard short of that hundred yard mark. Uh, I think he did that in another game a few weeks ago. And it was documented because he was he was miked, but six catches, ninety nine yards, and the next next big receiver was DeAndre Swift for three catches for thirty one. Uh, like I said about the the uh, the television broadcast, you can't always see what's happening downfield, but apparently it looked like they took tried to take AJ Brown away. He was targeted four times and had one catch for eight yards. And so kind of a a modest game stat-wise for Jalen Hurts, 14-22, 150 yards. Did have that one pick. But, you know, I, I did watch the, the Eagles postgame live telecast after the game for a few minutes, and people were kind of harping on Jalen Hurts and, and – not in a negative way, but they just said he didn't play his best game. And, yes, he did not play his best game. But in no fashion do I think that he had a bad game. It was a struggle. Like you just have these games where it's just kind of not going your way. I didn't think Patrick Mahomes, he had some drops, but I think the, the defenses just came to came to play last night. So – not his best game. QBR rating of 64.6. Um, I don't even know what all that means, but you know, I guess you want to be in the in the hundreds to to show that you've had a good game. But uh, defensively, some 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 things I saw that were were uh, encouraging moving forward. I thought that the the defensive backfield looked a little bit more secure. You didn't really see the Chiefs doing a whole lot of damage uh, on James Bradbury and uh, big pay, big play Slay, but there were a couple plays where it looked like Bradbury was beaten and the receiver didn't quite run the correct route. Slay, which I thought was a little bit ticky-tack. Slay had a uh, pass interference call on him and uh yeah, looked a little looked a little shaky, but uh he did get he did pull the woof the whiff on uh, a first quarter touchdown drive by the Chiefs where I believe his name was Rice caught the ball and and 
And I think it's well documented that he's not the he's not the most physical corner in the league, shall we say? But the the safeties, I thought played well, played you know played good. Let's just say it that way. And uh, oh man, I can't think of his name. The I want to say Bynum, but I don't think that's exactly how to say it. But he uh, Bayard Bayard. Um, he had a tough matchup. He was he was locked on Travis Kelsey a lot of the time last night. And listen, when 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 you come out of your route and the ball's right at you, you're and and you got good hands like Travis Kelsey and you're accurate like Mahomes, it's going to be hard to stop. And but Bayard was was right there, not giving up too many big plays to to. Travis, he had seven catches for 44 yards, so that's that's fairly modest. And you know the big pick in the end zone, taking away points from the Chiefs. Uh, you know it wasn't one of those. Well, when he caught the ball in the end zone, it looked like he knew what he's doing. Sometimes you see those defensive backs; the ball comes to them, and it's like they panic. But he just kind of went up, nice soft hands. And brought it down, and then you can see his intelligence right away. Hey, there's not much ahead. Let me let me kneel down. Let's get the ball to the offense on the twenty. So, and some other things that I that I saw him do last night that that it looks like he's starting to find his way in this defensive system. So that's nice. Uh, Reed Blankenship didn't have a whole lot of splash plays, uh, but you know laid the boom down on a couple times, and I can. Felt like he was not a liability in the passing game. So I think that was good. Um, I thought it was going to be a game where the defensive line came to play after that first Hassan Reddick in the first quarter. And then after that, it uh, they they just they got pressure, but eh, it just didn't feel like the kind of pressure that the Chiefs were getting. Um just have some notes written down here. Uh, once again, I just feel like uh, Sean Desai with the defense coming out of halftime. The team looks different. I don't. I don't know. In the years past, with uh, the Cleveland Browns defensive coordinator now, um, can't think of his name. But defense always looks tightened up coming out of halftime, which is really nice to see, and. The Eagles were getting eaten up on the defensive line uh, with the Chiefs running game. And after halftime, they really kind of squelched to that and specifically up the middle. And that's always good to see when you can you can go into halftime, make some adjustments and come out and and make plays. So I know from my high school playing days, I know it's not the NFL, but depending on what teams are doing offensively, you, you, know, you prepare in a certain way, and so depending on what the game plan is, maybe they were pulling guards more than they thought they were going to do, and, and you can go in at halftime and make that adjustment, and, and it's a little bit easier when you have a little bit more time. So that, that was nice to see. Um, special teams-wise, can somebody tackle their punt returner, Tony? How many times did, did he – I mean, it looked like a pinball game, just – getting tackled and, and, and breaking tackles and bouncing and 
finally, Josh Job got him pinned down there for that last drive, which was big. And he gets a lot of slack, but Britton Covey, he's really, he's really playing well for a punt returner. Uh, number one, uh, I have 100% confidence that he's going to catch the ball. That's number one. You got to be able to catch the ball. <laughs> and with, with human beings coming down kamikaze, uh, full speed, and he, he does that well since he's, he's taken on this role. But it's kind of funny. I was watching him last night, and, and when he's running, he just looks confident. And he's only, he's only on the field for five seconds of game action, and, or at least with the ball in his hands, probably less than five seconds. And, but something about the way he's running right now, it just looks like he has the ball in his hands and he's decisive and he goes. And he's a player that I like. He, I did a few punt returns <laughs> in, in, in my high school playing days. And I know a lot of guys, when they would get it, their, their first move was just to try to get to the outside. And when I did it, I always just caught it and went right at the, at the oncoming traffic. I felt like that was the best way. Obviously, I'm not the fastest guy in the world. And so just felt like when you go sideways, you, you bring a lot more people into the, into the play. So I saw him make – I mean, he does go outside a few times, but I like his fearlessness with his, his body makeup, not a very big guy. And so that was, that was nice to see. Is Mahomes unsackable? And I've seen a few of his games, but and he's not. I wouldn't call him a running quarterback, but goodness gracious, he seems to be just one of the most elusive quarterbacks in the pocket. And there were times where I thought he was down, and he escaped, and but that was a big, big play at the end by Josh Sweat. Not the sack, but they got the intentional grounding to push them back for that. Not only that fourth down play, but obviously they lose lose a down. So it was third down. A lot of times with penalties, you lose the yardage, but you get to play the redown again. And so that was huge. And two turnovers, two red zone turnovers that the Eagles had, which were huge, took points off the boards. You could just say if they don't score, they get two field goals. Well, that's 23-21, so that was, that was pretty big. Um, one of the things I also saw was uh, there seemed to be a lot more designed quarterback runs, and, and not those ones just where the, like the, basically the, the quarterback gets it and just goes straight ahead, but there looked like there's some power, power sweeps from from Jalen Hurts and the offense, which number one tells me that his knee must not be feeling all that bad. And you know, do they pull that out when they feel like they have an advantage or or the, the offense is stalling? So yeah. Which was nice. So those are my first impressions. All right, next just gonna go into a couple of high fives. That was one of my favorite things to do playing sports is, you know, coming off the field and, and, and high fives. So some high fives to, to go around. Uh, 
Uh, I have a high five to pretty pretty obvious, not a whole lot of, of action to go around. But DeAndre Swift, what a big big acquisition over the over the offseason. He's except for that first game where they never gave him the ball against uh well, I forget uh, the uh, New England Patriots. He he barely saw the field since he's been on the field. You know, some of his stats aren't aren't out there after the first two games or the two uh, game two and game three. But he's a difference maker, and I'm so glad that they have changed their mindset to to give him the bulk of the touches from the running back running back position. And you know, there's a couple plays where. If the chief defender didn't tackle him, he had opportunities for even more yardage in the pass game. So, yeah, 12 carries, 76 yards, but three catches for 31. So, you know, he had over 100 yards of of scrimmage yards, which was nice. So high five to DeAndre Swift. Uh, Another high five to the offense goes to Becoming one of my favorite players, Devontae Smith. Just I like his his demeanor. His, his, he just seems to be a team guy first, team first guy, and uh, I like that. So six catches, 99 yards, and that big one in the fourth quarter. And if you've never played receiver, uh, I know they gave a lot of slack to that Chiefs player down the field who dropped that ball. I know people tell me, and I don't have a lot of experience, but hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things to do in sports. And I'm not going to argue that. However, in in all the sports that I've played, I think running as hard as you can, a ball coming over your head, I think that's one of the hardest things to do in football and the guys that do it Deshaun Jackson um, Tyreek Hill some of these guys that I mean they make it look like anybody can do it they're running full speed and it's I don't know if it's their running style or 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 what but they it's kind of like these these cell phone cameras that you can you can take take video and it eliminates the 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 bumpiness where when I must have been a heavy runner because you know you're running and it's like the ball's coming and I don't know if my head's shaking or what but to be able to run and 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 concentrate and then turn your shoulder everything has to be in coordination and so maybe I'm just saying that I wasn't very coordinated <laughs> but that's a hard skill Go out in the backyard this Thanksgiving and uh, chuck it around with uh, Junior or uh, with Grandpa and give it, give it a shot. Have them throw it over your head. And, but you can't just jog. you got to be running full speed. Now, I know he slowed down and, and did it, and so it was kind of fun to watch him, too. In, in PE class, I've been teaching two different styles of catches. One of them, when you catch it below, uh, kind of like your, your – chest line I call it the basket catch and go back and watch that Devontae just has that ball drop I think that's even harder the basket catch over your shoulder than than uh, you know putting your hands up above your head to catch 
catch a deep ball, maybe in a basket catch, but to, to bring his hands all the way down, play of the game, play of the game. And then my defensive high fives, uh, I already said it, Kevin Byard, uh, eight tackles, and of course the big, the big interception, which uh, took points off. It's always, I think, getting an interception against your your top quarterbacks like an Aaron Rodgers, or you know, take that home, autograph it, write down the the date. That's a that's a trophy keeper. Sort of like Reed Blankenship against the Packers. I guess that would have been last year when he picked off Aaron Rodgers. So defensive high five to him, and sort of on a on a small note, he was the guy that got beat on that big play, but the Chiefs wide receiver was unable to make the catch. Marquez Valdez Scantling, what a name! Uh, but Bradley Roby back trying to man- maneuver the slot, but that was a big uh, a big uh, forced fumble on Travis Kelsey, and I'd like to see the Eagles do that a little bit more often. It feels like they're, and maybe they do, and I don't see it, but uh, Devontae Carter, uh, or no, Jalen Carter, had one of those uh, in a previous game, and so just this, like, boxer punch to the ball, uh, specifically if you're not the, not one of the first guys to the play. Like, just get that hand out and get ready to pound it out. So, big play by him. Once again, taking taking at least probably a field goal off the board. And that's big. So, yeah. So, I forgot to mention that uh, this is early in the morning. So, my son Samuel is not here. Uh, we did watch the first half, but uh, look forward to get him back next week. And we'll get to the the uh, uh, phone calls for next week as well. I thought it was a little too early in the morning to ring-a-ding-ding. So happy Thanksgiving to you all out there and look forward to recapping the next game the Eagles have, which will be Sunday at 425 against the Buffalo Bills in Philadelphia. Have a great week. <laughs>